The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. TFA fam, what is going on? Thank you for joining us for another Fantasy Authority show. We've already covered all of the rookies, well, all of our top rookies for for this year, so you can go back and check those shows out. And now it's time to start, you know, start breaking in and chipping away at the uh, at the redraft stuff, taking a way too early look at some of our rankings. Tonight we are kicking things off at the quarterback position. Just going to look at our top 12. There's still going to be some stuff that's changing. We are recording this on the 9th. We've gotten some free agency news with uh, with the uh, franchise tags and whatnot. So still going to be more to come. We're going to have a live show coming for you for the free agency stuff. That is going to be next Wednesday. We're, we'll go live for that, so make sure you join us. But, Kev, let's go ahead and just jump right into this, man. Let's talk about these top 12 quarterbacks, the early look, the early rankings all right, so just to read these off real quick, if you're not watching along with us on YouTube, uh, our top two are the same, Mahomes and Prescott. Three, four, and five, we have the same guys, just in different orders. Kev, you have three, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, and Deshaun Watson at five. I have Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, and Kyler Murray at five. And then at six, you have Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Matthew Stafford, and Joe Burrow is your QB 12. And then at six, I have Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers at seven, Justin Herbert at eight, Russ at nine, Burrow at 10, Jalen Hurts at 11, and then Matt Stafford at 12. Who do you want to touch on here earlier on? You know, give us a uh, give us one of these top guys that you want to that you want to touch on. Yeah, well, one, I mean, I think it's good that we got to see Dak Prescott, you know, finally get signed today. So we got that problem out of the way, signed a, you know, the 40 year, 160 million dollar deal. I think he's locked in as the number two quarterback, in my opinion. He offers some in rushing upside. Obviously, he's not, you know, 
the Lamar Jackson, but I think he can give you somewhat similar to probably a Josh Allen type, Sean Watson type range. Three, 400 yards rushing probably is, is a, looking at it kind of like a ceiling, but he can get you five to six rushing touchdowns. And, you know, being surrounded in that offense with CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, like that offense is primed. Like we saw it last year. They were on pace. He was on pace last year, a throw for well over 5,000 yards. So, I think this offense, you know, once again this year is in a really good spot. That defense is still trash. You know, we'll have to wait and see kind of what what they do through the draft. You know, Kyler Murray, I'm happy with him there. Like I feel like people have him a little lower than they should. You know, I know he kind of finished the season kind of a little bit poorly. He was injured, and I think that should be taken into consideration. But his rushing upside is you know, is right there with the best of them. And, you know, to be honest with you, I think he just kind of continues to get better as a passer. So, you know, I love Kyler Murray, uh, you know, having me at number three. I'm probably a little bit lower on Josh Allen maybe for some, but, you know, I, I think there's a little bit of a regression coming his way. I mean, he was very efficient last year. I don't think it's anything major, but I just like Kyler, and I think his overall rushing ceiling a little bit more. The, the one guy I think that worries me the most right here in this range, and I don't know how you feel about him, but is Deshaun Watson because – for me, like right now, we just don't know what's going to happen with them. I honestly don't. I'm starting to lean more towards the Texans may not actually trade them and just call his bluff, right? Because they don't have to do anything. I mean, they can hold on to him and kind of see what he's going to do here because there's no way he's going to sit out this entire year and pass up on that kind of money. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here. But let's just say he doesn't get traded. Like, do you do you still like him at four You know, as a member of the Texans without probably Will Fuller? They're not going to have a first-round pick. You know, they really don't have that much, ain't really that much money to spend. And I honestly, with the way the situation, I can't imagine many free agents want to sign there. It's definitely a concern for sure. Um, I, I personally saw enough during that stretch without Will Fuller to, that, that makes me think that he is, he is locked in as one of the top quarterbacks just in the league, just from an NFL standpoint and fantasy as well. He was able to put up points with Brandon Cooks out there and then nothing else. And you know, Cooks has been bouncing around the league for the past couple of years, so it's not like he's been he's been viewed as a as a locked in top guy either. So I think Deshaun Watson just showed me enough last year during those stretches that that I feel comfortable having him here. He has that rushing ability and the rushing upside as well, kind of what you were talking about with Dak. You know, not to the level of a of a Murray or a Jackson or someone like that, but he can definitely get it done on the ground as well. So he's he's someone that I still like in that range. And just to, to touch on Kyler Murray real quick, if he can finally put a season, put everything together with his rushing and the passing, because there, there's definitely room for improvement there. He's kind of been up and down with that early on in his career in the NFL. But I think he could be a, a dark horse candidate as the QB one, if he can put it all together. Like he has the Lamar Jackson rushing upside with like the Dak Prescott, uh, Josh Allen passing upside. So if he could put it all together, like I felt like I was kind of low on him at, at five, but I, I just like that, that top four so much that it's not necessarily a slight to him. I just like those guys above him a little bit more. Yeah, I, mean, I think he was, but I, I, I feel like he was well on his way to that last year until the injury happened. I mean, if you look at the first, really first 11 weeks of the season, he was a, a, a top five quarterback in almost every one of those weeks. You know, he was put, dropping monster numbers. And then week 12 happened against New England where he had 8.9. And then it kind of fell off a little bit, 17.4, 18.5, 34.1 against Philly, but then 16.4 and 3.8. Like it, things really kind of fell off there uh, really in the second half of the season. So 
I feel like he was really heading that way, but I feel like not just necessarily what you're saying, but you know, the, and probably with a guy we'll talk about here in a second, but what we end up seeing a lot with, with, with fantasy football and it's almost, I can almost call it every single year, what guys people are going to be down on or a little bit further down on and what guys are going to be higher on based on how guys finish. Like recency bias is a real SOB, right? And people really lean too far into it. And, you know, I, I think I could see people with, with this kind of the same sentiment that, you know, that all oh, look how bad he finished and everything else. But the dude was a monster last year. I mean, he was third in fantasy points per game. I mean, I mean, he really crushed it last year. And I think, with another year, you know, if he can stay healthy, you know, with his rushing upside, like this, the sky is the limit. And I definitely agree that he has RB one or RB uh, QB one upside. Definitely, you know, I mean, he had 819 rushing yards and 11 rushing touchdowns last year. Like you can't, you really can't replace that, right? Like that is something that uh, that it is really hard to find. And I think that I guess we could probably go over and j- j- let's let's just talk about Jalen Hurts because I think he's the other guy. I think he has that Kyler Murray type upside this this year, right? Like he could be this year's Kyler Murray or this year's, you know, the year before, you know, it was Lamar Jackson. Like every year we've kind of had this guy. And I think it really could be Jalen Hurts. And there's a lot of people that hate Jalen Hurts and think that he's just a bum and basing everything that he did last year off of those four weeks that he played. I mean, we really saw the flashes from him in that little four-game span. You know, the game against Arizona where he dropped 37.8, 338 passing yards in that game. But his rushing upside, 106, 63, 69, 34. Uh, three rushing touchdowns over that span. Even the game against Washington where he got pulled, what was it, third quarter, late third quarter, something like that. He still put up 17.3, which isn't fantastic, but you definitely won't be upset with that as a fantasy owner, right? Because he has that built-in rushing upside. And that's what I think sometimes people don't understand. Like, I don't give a shit what you think about a player is in real life. Like, We're not talking about that. I don't care. I just care about what you can give me from a fantasy upside, right? And I think you have to feel like the Philly is definitely going to address that offense. They're probably going to take at six. I, I know I've seen some people mock quarterbacks to go there. I think that's fucking ridiculous. I don't think they're going to take a quarterback. It would just be absolutely ridiculous for them to trade Carson Wentz the way they did with Jalen Hurts on the roster, just in a, uh, just spending a second-round pick on him last year to turn right back around this year and take a quarterback with a top-six pick. It doesn't make any sense. I don't think they're going to do it. And I, from what we've heard so far, what came out this week, that, that Jeff Lurie it wants to surround Jalen Hurts with talent. I think it would, they would be stupid to pass up on a guy like Jamar Chase, who is likely going to be sitting there at six for them. You know, I, I don't think you pass up on that. I think you take you correct the wrong last year of passing on Justin Jefferson. Then you're talking about an offense with Dallas Goddard, with second year Jalen Rager, who I think Jalen Rager can still be a solid number two. And then, you know, Jamar Chase with Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts. And that becomes a really exciting offense with an offensive line that'll be back. Yeah, I think the uh, the healthy offensive line is, is going to be key there as well. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Let me get your thoughts on Matt Stafford. You know, you were talking about, you know, the not having the picks with Texans, not having the cap room with the Texans. We could say the same thing about the Rams. If they don't make any significant improvements in terms of, I, I guess not even improvements, but additions to the to the wide receivers, if they're going to roll with Woods and Cup again, th- does that worry you at all? Where I'm coming from with this is I, I think they need that field stretcher. I'm hoping... Marvin Jones follows Stafford out to the Rams, but I kind of think they they need that field stretcher to to get the most out of Stafford. If they don't add somebody like that, you know, with some speed, are are you going to really drop him down any you know any lower? Or are you just going to kind of sit him in this range? Depending on what they decide to do, even with, let's put it this way: with the weapons that they have, like I think that this offense can still be one of the best in in the league with with, with Stafford. There, like his huge upgrade over golf right and i i think stafford has always been underrated but you know you give him robert woods you give him cooper cup tyler higby is still there you have cam Akers. like this is the makings of a really good offense but i do agree that they definitely need that field stretcher i don't think they need to go out and sign like a will fuller or anything like that to make it happen i think you bring in a guy even like a guy like john ross or something like that um who has that speed that maybe because I, I still think Van Jefferson as the you know number three the number three wide receiver there I think it can still be really solid. But you adding another guy into that offense I think even if they wanted to draft somebody maybe a little bit a little bit later you know maybe take a flyer on a Tamori and Terry you know later in that draft and you know pair him there Ooh. and put him there let him Ooh. sit behind these guys and learn a little bit. But Ooh. I think they definitely do need that that field stretcher guy who's going to be able to take it deep. You know, I don't hate Marvin Jones, but I, I don't know if he's he's as much that now as he was earlier in his career. Like he still has it in his bag, but I just don't think he's going to be somebody that's consistent. I think it would make sense to add somebody like I said, like a John Ross type with that four three speed that, that he has. Give him another opportunity in an offense that's very creative with, with Sean McVay in this offense with Matt Stafford. I think that would be fun too. So obviously, still with uh, with a lot to change in terms of free agency, and then obviously with the draft. I uh, didn't want to go too in depth with with any of these guys with the top twelve, but who were you know just uh, just rattle off a couple names who were falling just outside who you know maybe if with with the right kind of like situation might be able to jump up into that eleven twelve range and you know bump somebody out. Who were the next couple of names? In your ranks. Well, just a couple of guys that I do like. I think it's Carson Wentz. Like, I think that he's going to be a guy that everybody's going to either going to like him or you're going to hate him, right? I do think him going to Indy, a new situation with a fresh start with an offensive minded coach like Frank Reich, I think this is really going to help him. I think that when you talk about the weapons that they have there with Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell, and I think there's, I mean, this team has a lot of money to spend. Like, this could be a team that does sign Kenny Galladay. This could be a team that signs you know, a Will Fuller type, right? Like, I think it's definitely in the range of possibilities for them because they have a shitload of money to spend. And I think this is an opportunity for them to kind of go all in. And they have a really pretty solid defense. They don't have a ton of holes. Their offensive line is still really good. So I like Carson Wentz quite a bit. And I think this is a good bounce back spot for him. I know a lot of people hate Carson Wentz and think that he's just complete trash. I think that he's better than what we saw last year. And I think in the right situation, he could. Um, The other guy is probably Jameis Winston, right? 
Um, I'm hoping that he does resign with, with the Saints. That I know there was a lot, been a lot of talk. That, that's kind of where he's expected to go back to. We'll see. Because I think if he goes to the Saints, if they if they bring him back, there's no way that, that I can see that Jameis Winston goes back to the Saints and sits on the bench behind uh, Taysom Hill. Like I feel like if they if they bring him back, if they sign with him, he's there. He's going back as the starter because he has plenty of opportunities. He could go other places to be that. So if he does, he is he is. Whew, to the moon, baby, on my ranks. Like, he is flying up with him, with Sean Payton, and then offense with Michael Thomas or Alvin Kamara out of the backfield. Could be a lot of fun. And I, th- he is a guy that can best ball. It's almost absolutely free. He's going to, like, QB 29 or something like that. But even if he signs, like, he, he, he's a real contention guy if he goes back to the Saints to be a top 12 quarterback in my ranks. Just a, a couple of names that, that I have here right after my top 12. Uh, you know, obviously guys like Tannehill Brady, uh, I have Baker at 15 right now. Someone who I am definitely keeping my eye on, Trevor Lawrence. You know, you want to talk about a team that has a, a bunch of money, a bunch of cap to to be able to spend. That's one. You know, thinking about someone like Galladay going there on the opposite side of Chark with Lavisca Chenault there, your boy James Robinson, like that could be really fun, and he would be somebody who. I would be having kind of right on that fringe, you know, 12, 13, 14 kind of ranking, you know, depending on what else they do and what else they surround him with. Even in the draft, I mean, they have, I think, what is it, five picks in the top, like 65. I know they have two first, two seconds, and then their third. So um, that's that's a a really interesting situation for me. I'm going to be keeping my eye on because dropping him into, into something like that could be, a lot of fun. So any other thoughts here or are we going to wrap this pop up? No, it was good to get back into some, uh, some redraft talk, right? Like it's been a while, but, uh, we're, we're, we're heading, we're heading right down that line again of, uh, of redraft, you know, uh, a few more months and we'll be full steam ahead on the, the redraft stuff. So we wanted to give everybody a little bit of a redraft talk, right? A little bit of season long stuff to, uh, hold you over for a little while longer till we get through this. And, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I think you know I didn't really want to get we didn't really want to go too in depth on this because there's so much stuff left to change with free agency, yeah. the draft. So there's no point in going super in depth. It, but I kind of I felt like this was a good litmus test to see where we're at on some of these guys and kind of a, a refresher from you know a couple of months ago when the season ended. Yeah, for sure. So that is going to wrap it up. One thing I do want to mention before we get out of here, we are doing our first draft guide for TFA this year. We we posted something about it on our YouTube page. If you head over to the community tab, you'll see it there. But we would love to get some, you know, some feedback from you guys if if you have bought draft guides in the past, even even if you haven't, something whatever you are looking for. What are some things that would make you buy one if you haven't? What are the things that you think are must-haves? We uh we, we have we have a lot of good ideas. We have a really a solid uh, starting point with this, but we would love to get some more feedback from you guys. So if you're listening on podcast, drop us a rate and review and just put you know your your thoughts on a draft guide. We definitely want to make this the best product possible for you guys. So your input would be uh, very much appreciated. So looking forward to hear, hearing your thoughts. And if you haven't dropped a, a comment on the YouTube, go ahead and do that as well so we can start putting this together and uh, we'll definitely have some updates for you guys as the, as the off season goes on. So For myself, for Kev, for TFA, we will talk to you guys soon.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.